Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bias Check-In. Welcome back everyone. Um, last week, if you listened to our episode, we touched on office on, office off, introverts, commutes. Um, this week we are wrapping up August, we're wrapping up the summer months, everyone is thinking of Labor Day. So we want to build off of that with the debate I side uh, topic of IO psychology. Mm-hmm. So to which extent can employers dictate life and health choices for their employees or even for applicants? Um, mm-hmm. In other words, kids are returning to the physical classrooms. Some of us are returning to our cubicles today as of time of recording. Chicago is returning to um, mandated masks inside, outside, private, public spaces. No, it doesn't matter. Um But the bottom line is, can my boss fire me if I refuse to get vaccinated? Can my state or my country mandate me to get the shots? Um, It has been on our minds a lot. We've seen it in recent news. Um, CPS, otherwise known as Chicago Public Schools, is mandating that older teachers are fully vaccinated by October 15. So that means that by October 15, they need to have had their two shots and two weeks to recuperate after the second one. And otherwise they need to get tested weekly up until they prove their vaccination. And that's for teachers, staff, central office, vendors, network employees, contractors, basically anyone who gets to interact with students. And that is just for one little part of Chicago. Now this is unless they qualify for a medical or religious exemption what about other news, Susie? Oh, we also have a list of companies that have announced their vaccination plans. Amtrak, Anthem, BlackRock. BlackRock wants only vaccinated employees in their offices. And if you will not get vaccinated, you can stay working from home, basically. Citigroup said the same thing um, just last week. All employees will not need to get vaccinated before returning to the office. And they will be, even though they will be expected to return just two week, two days a week. Um, Delta, DoorDash, Equinox, Facebook, Ford, Goldman Sachs, Google, Lyft, Microsoft, Netflix, New York Times, Sachs, Salesforce, Twitter, Uber. The, the funny thing I've so about Uber, it's about their headquarters and their offices, nothing with their drivers. I guess technically because drivers are not employees, they're con- independent contractors. Mm-hmm. So you can't really, I don't know, are... te- technically you still can. Yeah, and they have the most contact with people. So I don't know. Um, but Biden urges nursing homes to require employee vaccination or lose federal funds. And our favorite quote of that article and what the chief said is, if you're not going to fight COVID, at least get out of the way of everyone else who is trying. I will say I don't agree with the man on a lot of things. I think right now American policy is under way more scrutiny than I need to go into. But that summarizes the feeling of a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Please don't come for us. We know what's happening in the world. 
right now talking about COVID, at least we're getting something half kind of right. Uh, more than 130,000 nursing home residents have died from COVID, according to data from the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid Services. And they also reported that 597,087 cases among staff. So remember when this all started? And it was starting in nursing homes? It's still in nursing homes. Yeah, as someone who lives in a triangle of three of the biggest nursing homes in Chicago, it's, yeah, it's nerve-wracking because I know that probably three out of four of my neighbors are nurses. I am also living right between two hospitals and it's, we will talk about our personal opinions in a little bit, but it's just crazy to think of how, I'm sorry, but how low the standards are. Yeah, and mostly like being a nurse and not being vaccinated. I'm very, that just blows my mind, but. It's, it's because of what employers can and cannot require. Um, we looked into, without going into all the legality, we've said before, we're not lawyers, do not take just our word. Same as, same reason why you shouldn't Google your symptoms, you should not take legal advice from us. But as far as the IO part comes, employers can require a lot of their employees in order to either establish or maintain employment. And in general, yeah, your employer has the right to require you if you're going to physically be in a space with your coworkers to not be a virus vessel and potentially destroy your coworkers' lives. Not to be dramatic or anything. According to the ADA, you, under their guidelines, you become a threat to other employees. So your employer needs to assess the risk or severity of you posing potential harm to others. Exactly. Now, mindful, this does not mean that we're going to discriminate against people who can, as we were saying earlier, medically are not eligible for the vaccine or who have religious exemptions. But at that point, if the medical reason is temporary, like say a pregnancy, you can work from home, you can have your maternity leave. Great. If it's for a religious exemption, then it's up to the employer whether they decide to accommodate and let you work from home or find a compromise of some sort that doesn't put anyone at risk. Or if they can just tell you you know, it's hard to be a work from home bus driver, for example. At that point, your employer has to consider that aspect and see if maybe you'd be better suited for another role when you don't interact with people. So as we said, that is characteristics are job related um, and consistent with legal wise, consistent with business necessity. Again, if you're in the business of driving people around, you will be in contact with people. If you're in the business of checking online forms being submitted properly, maybe we can limit your contact with the public. Um, The thing that I found very informative and that puts into context how much of this debate is emotional and not based in rationality necessarily or 
previous legality. Employer vaccine mandates are not a new thing. A lot of employers have been requiring their employees, for example, to get the flu vaccine, which by the way, we're going towards flu season. So reflect on that for a minute. Go get those. Some organizations are fighting employees who don't comply with vaccine mandates. And recently a federal judge sided with a large hospital system that chose to fire those employees who refused to get the shot and the lead plaintiff in this case um, challenged the policy in saying refusing to accept inoculation that in the hospital's judgment will make it safer for both staff and patients. Okay, so in other words, someone working in a hospital didn't want to get vaccinated. Didn't want to get vaccinated. And this one you're talking about the COVID vaccine or the seasonal flu one? COVID. And thought it was still their legal right to be employed and that they were wrongfully terminated. Yes. Okay. Just, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but... Going strictly into the IO psych side of this, um, Susie and I were talking as we were prepping for this episode about a story. Maybe you can provide us more details because we could not find it in our notes. Um, but our uh, grad school personnel and selection faculty likes to tell this story about a nuclear plant. I want to say it was in Japan, but I'm not sure about that. In the 70s, that would not even hire women. And that is not technically a discrimination on the basis of gender, but on the physiological aspect of working with high radiation, any female employees that were selected would be sterile just because of their radioactive influx they would be exposed to within a month of being hired. And so, they decided to only hire men. Okay, sexism does play a little bit of a role in it. They thought that women wouldn't be fulfilled without children and men could choose whether or not to do that. Um, but theoretically, that was positive discrimination in their intention of like, well, we are not taking something away from you that you might choose to do in the future. And you could also sue us over if in the future you decide to have kids. So employers have been looking at our health forever. And can decide yeah. forever whether to include us or not include us based on our bodies, our heights, our medications of choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, how long have we been doing drug tests when you get hired for random drug tests while you are on staff? Now, with those, I remember arguing with the same faculty. Um, I will argue that for a lot of positions, drug testing is not as necessary anymore. A lot of nine to five, we're seeing the legalization of weed in a lot more states. At the same time, Washington DC has had legalized uh, recreational weed for longer than most states at this point, I think. Mm -hmm. You still know that if you're in Washington DC and you wanna work in anything, anywhere, remotely connected to the political sphere mm -hmm. you better not test positive so <laughs> it's a matter of selecting yourself in or out in that case yeah it's legal there 
firms still have the right to expect you to test clean. That reminds me of my first corporate job. Here's your paperwork and come over here. And then they just shoved me a little peeing cup and was like, the bathroom is over there. Go. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what is this? Thank you. I don't need to go. <laughs> yeah. And, and that one is like, if you were pregnant or if you were using some of drug. Again, for the drug use, I could find the reason to rationalize it, but mm, pregnancy-wise, yeah, that's, and then, that's questionable. And then one of the jobs that we shared, um, or companies we shared, it was just like, go get like the medical checkup. And then once I got there, like, oh no, it's a drug test. And so it was like, oh, we're going to oh. call it the medical checkup. I didn't prepare my bladder for this, people. It's a pandemic. I wasn't planning on using the bathroom near, like, outside of my home right now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to be in a line for a public restroom right now or really ever. So, yeah. I know. They were so, I mean, they weren't mean about it, but it was like, okay, then you have to go sit outside and drink this much water and then we'll have you back in 45 minutes and I'm like again pandemic I'm not trying to take my face mask off and drink a liter of water people oh my gosh I remember when you went through that but I guess the same thing like if you're coming to work get your face mask off let me put this q-tip up your nose to test you (laughs) at the same time though like it's again part of finding the balance I don't think anyone since this thing started or even before if you've ever had to go through a strep test if at any point you were on any kind of sports team you know that, that test wasn't pleasant either nobody's trying to get like ice cream sticks or swabs or of any kind stuck in any facial cavity at any point I think if that's your choice love that for you but I will go out on a limb and say the majority of humanity does not enjoy a cotton swab two inches up their nose. But at the same time, if we can't trust that we as a society are protecting each other, then our employers will have to regulate inside the confines of the organization, not outside of it. Yeah, absolutely. And for schools and like testing the kids so that their pods get um, quarantined if something happens. Same for teachers, same for companies. I, I understand completely. And I think that even if you are vaccinated, keep getting tested. And organizations should keep testing people if they expect them to be in the office, even though they're vaccinated. Because vaccines keep you alive if you do get the virus. Or, you know, virus 2.0, virus ABC, any other variants we're going to see in the next couple months. Delta Gamma Sigma. I know that's we're going through Greek letters a little fast, so we'll see. Has anyone been following the rush season on TikTok? Little crossover reference right there. But going back to more serious topics, yeah, we need to be able to test even the vaccinated people. And I think I'm seeing it a lot with all the green passes in European countries. We just instituted them in Italy, and people either need to have one of those quick tests rapid tests that show that they're negative 
or you need to have your vaccination card. But now people are starting to debate, well, that does, the vaccination card itself is not a get out of jail free card. It doesn't mean you can start going like down in the streets and making out with anybody and just then go out in public. So up for debate, we still have to work out all the kinks, but the bottom line is you still have to be careful. And employers yeah. specifically, especially in the US, if you think that your employer pays for part of your health insurance, it's cynical, it's dark, it's capitalistic, call it what you want, but bottom line, they don't want to spend more money on you than they have to, and they don't want to have to cut losses on you. Also, this is coming out of left field maybe, but isn't there a new rule or ruling or something that like before vaccines, your health insurance would cover most of COVID treatment because there was no treatment or something to safeguard you from COVID. But now that they are vaccines, if you didn't get vaccinated, it's like, well, that's on you. I had not thought of that. Um, and I haven't seen anything about it, but that would make a lot of sense, I think. It's, it's the seatbelt argument. If you're not wearing your seatbelt, you didn't get your airbags checked, it, you are foregoing your responsibility to protect yourself so no third party will take on the responsibility for you. Yeah, something like that. I saw it somewhere. I don't know where it is, but yeah. So in short, please get vaccinated. Again. Please get vaccinated and keep in mind that there's a lot of moving parts, as always. We can't control all of them. There's our healthcare providers, our healthcare staff are not fully aware of. When it comes to the IO side of things, the personnel side of things, your employers do have the right to request proof of vaccination or try to accommodate you somewhere else. So if you're one of the unicorns we talked to last episode that really want to go back to the office and really, really want to be back in a cubicle, you're going to have to figure out how to make that cubicle work. And if you either cannot, will not, do not believe in the vaccine for religious motivations, you're not legally guaranteed that your employment is going to accommodate that. Absolutely. Again, if you're not going to fight COVID, at least get out of the way. <laughs> It captures a lot of the emotional baggage that a lot of people have been carrying around trying to keep us all safe. So that said, a little bit of the background of why and how employers are doing the things they're doing, why and how employees are doing the things they're doing. Um, closing the episode, just a reminder, if you know the name of that nuclear factory, you know what story we were talking about, or you have an awesome story from your employer and how they're accommodating those that are not or cannot be vaccinated yet send us a message a voice note smoke signal letter what have you we would love to see a carrier pigeon we haven't gotten one of those in a while at bias check-in podcast on instagram twitter or facebook bias check-in at gmail.com if you feel like sending us an email anchor.fm under bias check-in podcast you can leave us a voice note and a tip 
we always appreciate those and other than that we will check in with you guys next week stay safe bye